Oh my God. <laughs> Who is that right now? Stop. What was that? What happened? What? I didn't hear it. What happened? What happened? Sing us a song. You're the piano, You're the piano man. man. That's right. <laughs> I can also do I Come From Alabama with a banjo on my knee. Mm-hmm. Nice. Man. We can share that as an extra on the end of the show. <laughs> right? <laughs> You want to save the good stuff for the for the end. Sure, sure. You, right. you don't want to you don't want to lead with that because then it'll be last. it'll be all downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Like I hear okay. a lot of scampering around trying to find kid instruments to play and battle Lexus <laughs> harmonica. I have nothing. I'm have all no, set here. I got that, no uh, no instruments. Not, a, not only is it not a kid instrument, it says right on the side, "This is not a toy." So mm, suck definitely on that. not a toy. <laughs> it does not say that. Does it really say that? It doesn't say suck on that, but it says this is a musical instrument, not a toy. On the side of a harmonica? Recommended for ages three and up. No, you would never give that to a three-year-old. Sorry. <laughs> they would just attempt to, yeah, okay. ingest it. This is okay. like, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm, done a, now. I'm like done at, now. A, at one of those Disney World uh, dinners. You know, forced like dinner, a, like jamboree, yeah, like uh, the bear jamboree, uh, right? <laughs> Can we all admit that we love when I play the harmonica on this show? <laughs> and yeah. that it should become a regular feature. Can we I, just all agree I, I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm all for it. This may be the longest but, cold open we've ever had. Are they? They're getting. Are they getting? They're getting rid of uh, the Western world, right? No, Frontierland. He's John which Moltz. is what I remember from my childhood, going to like one of those dinner show things at the, at like the in the Western. Oh, that's not just a Kevin Costner movie. Uh, no, n- no, Westworld. That's Westworld. Uh, that's Brenner. a Yul Brenner. Right. You're thinking of Waterworld. Mm, I so often am. They are. Keep, they're keeping Waterworld. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Disney, <laughs> Disney Waterworld. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, say, say your name, John. Uh, yeah, I'm John. Bolton. <laughs> I'm Lex Freeman. I'm John Armstrong. There's not a harmonica within 50 miles of me right now. Welcome to turning this car around. Now, you know you're, that's not true because I'm less than 50 miles. I was going to say, are you like exactly no, you're, 50, you're more than 51 miles? Hold on. Are you home? Yeah, or are you we're going to need a, are you in New York? As the crow flies? New York? I'm in New York. I'm in New York now. I was in, in Salt Lake City last week with my girls. It was fantastic. Marla lost two teeth. Oh my God. Yeah. Like within a day of each other or two days of each other. Crazy. We're about 46 miles apart. Mm. I'm just saying. Uh, That's uh, a little okay. too close for me. So too close for me. <laughs> also, I suspect you're, you're in like what, Brooklyn or something? There's a, there's yes. a few harmonicas. There's more than a few harmonicas. <laughs> Let's be very honest. That was I, in denial. It's <laughs> worth noting. I also own a melodica. And if you don't know what that is, don't I Google do. it. But it's you know it's it's the keyboard instrument you that should, you blow through. The, <laughs> yep, it's the, like a the klezmer best, staple. The best yeah. use of the melodica is uh, the um, Jurassic Kiddling? Park, Jurassic Park melodica theme. Have you heard that? I, uh, yes, I have uh, seen yeah. that. That's yeah. that's a good that's a good one. Yeah, we can put that in the show notes. We will put that in the show notes. So you guys no, have actually, kids. Speaking huh? of which, speaking of which, I need to start. Hang on a minute. Let me tear a new piece of paper off here. Old school. <laughs> what and is right down right now? What is happening? You should just smack right into that mic stand. It's ready for you. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, kids. Kids. How about them? This is a disaster. How about them kids. Um, for, <laughs> <Wait>. I, 
I haven't played the harmonica once this, since the show officially started. This just is a clear. disaster. Well, I'm a disaster. Uh, I'm cold. <laughs> is what I'm getting. Oh, uh, okay. So you're a, you're a, okay. I can't track. I'm trying to like keep. Because I think this is my, going the, super. Yeah. This is going super well. Really uh, the balloon head advertisement for cold meds where your balloon your head's like and your head's walk you know wagging back and forth and like slow motion that's my head right now so check this Mm -hmm. to 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 bring it back to the kids because that's what it's all about is the kids Uh uh-huh a couple weeks ago on the show i mentioned that we were thinking it was a hypothetical time we were thinking of doing a karaoke party for liam's birthday oh yeah yeah Uh, Yeah. it is now set in stone it is a karaoke party he's going to be doing uptown funk that's the jam he wants to do at least first uh, we're thinking that he'll get to do two songs and everybody else gets to do one song. Uh, and if some kids don't want to do songs, then other kids can double up as well. <laughs> then, That's the theory. And then everybody out. Yeah. Uh, the party favors, of course, are toy microphones that you can sing into and they echo and stuff, because why not? Oh, God, um, you are crazy. You are going to hate that. Oh, no, we already have some of them. So it's like they're, they're so quiet because only the person holding the microphone hears the echo. Um, and... For his birthday, the present we're getting him is like a full-on karaoke machine, but not one where you got to like go buy the CDs or whatever. It like you just plug your iPhone into it or you plug your iPad into it. It's the mm-hmm. screen that's got the lyrics on it, and you just sing your freaking heart out. So, wow, get ready. I want to know the review of that uh, item. We've we had one here in New York that did not work so well. This uh, this is the highest rated one that I found on Amazon that um. Right. was ipad friendly so we'll see i will i will report back we haven't opened it yet because you know it's for him mm-hmm. sure well, you want the good. disappointment to be universal <laughs> yeah <laughs> man that cold's really uh <laughs> making you making you dark i've turned dark i've gone to the dark side yeah, everybody. yeah. it's gonna be five man it's bringing us five. down can you believe that's that? crazy he's five the, the youngest kid involved with this show right yeah marlo's six so yes i'm young that's at crazy. heart <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man uh i think i'm closer to liam's age than moltz is to my age <laughs> that's not true that's not true yeah nice yeah. try <laughs> yeah nice try <laughs> that would make you around 65 mm-hmm. that's not true that is not what i am nobody needs to know what i am <laughs> no 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 it's not my birthday today or anything uh, did Yet. I say that Marlo pulled her own teeth? You, I you saw did. You, you mentioned that. well the first one. The first one happened before we recorded last week. So, so I did mention that on the last. Well, then, yeah. then like the next day, literally, or two days later, Saturday, I think, she's like, "Uh, hey, Dad," and you know, and my girlfriend was there uh, in town with her kids. It was a blast. We had a great time. And Marlo's like, "Well, the other one's out now." So she got four bucks a tooth, by the way. Is there any risk that like, there's a problem that she's just, that this is maybe kind of just, I'm destroying my own body here? They're just all, yeah, stuff? right. Just yanking teeth. Well, out. you know, initially, I, I worried about that. Pair of yeah, yes, they were loose. Christmas? They were very loose. I mean, they okay. were, they've been loose for some time, but I didn't realize how loose. And I, my theory with this child is not to even act like it's a thing. You know, because with our first kid, it was, oh, your, your tooth is loose. Let's get it out. Let's wiggle it a lot. You know, we talked about it all the time. And so her gross. personality is not the kind of personality that was like, you know what? I'm taking this tooth by the tail and yanking. Like, she's not that good. <laughs> Wait, it, it took months tail. of cajoling <laughs> and bright. You know, we, there were $100 was on the table at one point with my oldest. No oh my way. God. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, she didn't do it. 
It, it wasn't worth it to her. And you know what? Same with my girlfriend's youngest. She, we were talking about this, and apparently there was a, an offer on the table or like something valuing near $100, and she would not let anybody touch the tooth. <laughs> and then when the tooth finally wait, fell wait, out in okay, the car, so, there uh, were tears. Like she was crying. Even though there was no feeling whatsoever, there was no pain. I don't think there's any blood. Tooth just fell out, and there was, she was just freaking out. And I, I realized at that moment that there was a psychological element to all of it oh, yeah. around ownership and control. I'm having a psychological element right now because I hate loose teeth. Like once the tooth is out, fine. I'm not going to look at it. But like my kids want to show you their loose teeth. And I'm like, nope. And oh. now they know not to <laughs> yeah. show me. They can show mommy, but daddy does not want to see that loose, oh, loose man, tooth. I just see like it. I want to hanging see out of your it. mouth. I have I a hard time with it. I, yeah. I don't really uh, like it, but yeah, I'll take a look. Oh, it's so gross. I'm, I'm covered it's, in goosebumps right now as we're talking about this. It is pretty gross. I agree. So I was, you know, I guess apparently there was a, you know, those little medical kits that are, you know, training kids to be doctors, the little plastic, you know, stethoscope yes. and everything. And they have the fake band-aids, right? The little arm cuff or the like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. admittance wrist, uh, yep. wrist strap that you wear when you get admitted to the hospital, the fake one. Of right. Those. And they got the fake spigmometer, also mm-hmm. known as the blood pressure measure thing. Yes. <laughs> Dropping some uh, knowledge on you all. That's good. That's good. Um, anyway, apparently it was the wrist cuff. Somehow <laughs> that was in her mouth. I don't oh know. I was not present for that. Oh. Uh, and Trigger that warning. dislodged <laughs> the tooth. <laughs> and there was no cutting or bruising of any kind, so apparently it was safe. I can't. I don't know. The story was a little vague, and I didn't want to get. We into threw it. the toy away because it was covered in blood. Nope, there was right, no yeah. blood. I'm telling you, that tooth was that loose. She had two front teeth that were super loose, and so now she's got this cute little gap. And uh, she's eight dollars richer, and she spent three of those dollars on a fake Beanie Boo uh, Dalmatian um, at Target in uh, Utah. That was her expense, and I had to explain tax to her how tax worked. Mm. That. You can't just buy something for four dollars. Four dollars, my goodness! It's three dollars. No, but I'm just saying four dollars on the tooth fairy per tooth is like that's intense. Where okay, here's the thing: when I was a kid, you could buy a candy bar and or soda with the money you got from the tooth fairy, and and originally it would have been both. Then then the you know the inflation hit and it just destroyed it. So then it was a candy bar or a soda. Well, that would be a dollar twenty nine in today's money depending on where you live and what the sales are, anywhere from 99 cents to 225. If you're at the airport, $17. So you have to, okay, so what is she going to be able to buy? What's the tooth fairy, you know, inflation rate? It should probably be around two to $3 a tooth. Yeah. We started at a dollar. Based on my experience. Now that's my experience. Okay. See, my kids don't always want to rush to spend the money. They simply want to have the money. Well, that's me. My kids too. like that. My kids too, and and she wanted to hold on to it. But then I said, you know, we got to hit Target first. There was some reason we were going to Target, and she's like, "Well, I'm taking my money." I said, "Okay, but remember, you don't have to buy anything." But she saw that and it was done. We went on that cheapy dollar space, you know, and uh, yeah, it was over. It was over. So we we started at a dollar, and then we ended up at five. Oh my because, god! Because there was one, and I can't remember exactly what happened. But there was one Inflation. that was particularly mm-hmm. bad. Ah. Um, and I don't, re- I cannot remember for the life of me what, what was involved with that. Pliers. There was like a, yeah, I don't remember what, <laughs> he had a, cause he had a tooth pulled at one point. Oh God. And maybe oh. it was that. 
Mm. And so we went up to five. And then it's like, once you go up, it's really hard to go back. <laughs> uh, so see, we're all over the map. Like the first one is more valuable than the successive teeth to come after. Um, that's too much. It's too much of a hassle. Oh, no, we like the first one was five. And then we just went to one. That was easy. Um, uh, but now you're guilting me. I think maybe we have to yeah, step it up a little know. bit. When well, Anya lost a toenail, she got five bucks from the toenail fairy. Talk about that something. Like, <laughs> toenail, fa- oh, toenail fairy is like a like a the guy that comes to repair your refrigerator. <laughs> hey, I, I heard there was. Yeah, hey, you got yeah, you got a you got a toenail fell out. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I mentioned last time that uh, this, because uh, uh, my daughter heard about friends who the Tooth Fairy was giving giant Hershey kisses to. The, the last one was a giant Reese's peanut butter cup shaped heart. And my daughter looks at it and she's like, you know, this looks like it would be for Valentine's Day because the tooth <laughs> fell out around February 10th or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, weird. I mean, very weird. The tooth, the tooth Fairy does have to shop for this stuff. Like she's not making the Hershey kisses and Reese's peanut butter cups in her own fucking house. I didn't say that. Word for word <laughs> um, and I would imagine like, that fucking? you did. Um, and, uh, but so I was like, you know, she had to buy it somewhere. She probably bought it now. And that's what they had. She's like, oh, that makes sense. Um, I'm pretty sure Anya knows and just doesn't want to admit it for fear that the money train will stop. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I'm pretty sure that's where we are. Um, uh, but really quick, though, okay. hold that thought, John Armstrong, because I just want to mention, you know, we're talking about Tooth Fairy. When does the Tooth Fairy visit? It's while you're asleep. And you and your kids could all be sleeping better. And I know you already know why, but let me tell you anyway, because there's an incredible deal that you're going to hear about. So pay attention, people. Sleep number. I sleep on a sleep number bed, which you all know. My sleep number setting, you tell them what it is, John. What's my sleep number setting? 94. Which, which, you, which no, no, that's my sleep IQ. Which my sleep number setting. 85. 85. 85. Thank you. Molds pays attention. My sleep, <laughs> my sleep, uh, my sleep number setting is 85. My sleep IQ score last night. 96. I slept like the dead last night. It was incredible. I just, I didn't wake up once during the night. If you've been thinking, gosh, Lex keeps talking about the sleep number bed and how much he likes it, but I can't afford one. Can you really afford another restless night's sleep? If not, here's some great news. During the ultimate sleep number event, you can save 50% on limited edition bed. Even better, there's sales on every single bed. All all beds are on sale right now, okay? My sleep number setting is uh, 85 Lauren's, she's also known as my partner, is uh, she now she down to 70 and she's liking the 70 a lot. She's feeling very good and she can change it all the time and does. And she's like, some nights she's like, today she was at the gym and she's like, you know what? We're going to have to be a little bit more gentle on the mattress tonight. So she's going to lo- lower the number down. And then on a more relaxed day where she's going to need some more firmness there, she's going to dial it up. It's what you can do. It's incredible. So my sleep number setting, I told you a million times. My sleep IQ score, I haven't been below the 90s in like three months. I, the sleep number bed and I have really kind of gelled and it's working out. I want you to go check it out. I want you to at least go to a sleep number store and check it out because when we did that, it was incredible. So you should do that. You can only find sleep number beds at a sleep number store. So come in during their ultimate sleep number event where you can save 50% on limited edition, limited edition bed. Plus all beds are on sale, including the Queen C2 mattress, which is now only five ninety nine ninety nine. Whoa. So, yeah, you can know better sleep with Sleep Number. Find your Sleep Number setting today to any of the 450 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find one near you by going to sleepnumber.com and be sure to tell them that Lex from Penn and Tell, Lex with turning this car around <laughs> sent you. Tell them Lex with turning this car around sent you. And they will be grateful and I will be grateful and you will sleep better. So, there you go. Oh, my God. That's, you know, that price is good, I have to say. That's a good price. I, seriously, the sales are crazy right now. Okay. Go I'm buy two. Over. Yeah. And it over to White stack Plains, up, New Jersey, or wherever up. they are. Stack <laughs> yes. them up and double your sleep IQ. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I like, <laughs> like that. Kind of a princess in the pea. Yeah, concept. sure. Right. Give it a try. See if you can see if you can find the pea. Yeah, my my yeah. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say about a bed. So uh, on uh, so Marlo's teeth came out, but then on the negative side, she uh one day she barfed in the middle of the night. That was not fun. And then uh Yikes. the last day I was with her, she was had a crazy fever for all day. Mm. Um and so I was watching that because it got pretty high and then it you know you, you give them the meds and then it spikes and then it drops, but that spike is pretty scary. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Oh yeah. Like the kids going along, and it's like, oh, they've got a hundred degree fever. Okay, well, we'll just kind of watch. Oh, it's 101. Well, it's time for a pill. Okay, Advil. She's six, so she can do the Advil mm-hmm. legally. And then it takes an hour, you know, she, or she so. should be snorting it, John. Like, if we're going to be honest, no, as required no. by law. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the label, it's, you know, if you're not using it, uh, if you give a kid Advil, pri- like, and it's not children's Advil, that's just an Advil pill, they're technically mm. supposed to be six. I see. Oh, so, was, so this is a grown-up Advil you're saying? No, it's not grown-up. It's just the Advil, and from six to twelve, there's oh, a special thing that says just give them. You know, the dose is one tablet, not two. Oh, I see. And then when you're grown up, it gets changes. But anyway, <laughs> when you said if you give a kid an Advil, well, I, I really thought that was like a children's story. If you give an a kid Advil, an Advil, <laughs> an Advil gonna, it's gonna want another. Uh, no, Nadville is a whole. That's a separate <laughs> Nadville. Yeah. Nadville. It's where yeah, I used to it's, live, man. It's that's the, uh, yeah. No, that's what the kids they, learn learn about in fifth grade. grade. Yeah, yeah, it's the slideshow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the characters are um, Mister <laughs> and uh, Mister Testy it's and like, his brother. It's like it's Testy like the Jenkins. train. It's like the train in um, Mister Rogers' Neighborhood <laughs> goes goes to Nadville, <laughs> and there are puppets. <laughs> explaining your body to you. Yeah, Scrotalis is there. <laughs> King Harry. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're ruining childhoods today. Yay. <laughs> I explained to my... They come, my that, it comes pre-ruined, really. Okay, my 12-year-old, has a, she turned 12, and she officially, and I think we talked about that, but she officially, officially, triple officially, um, has Trisha. entered the dad stop talking about everything at, at all times phase. Because whatever I say embarrasses her. Oh, no. Yep. Doesn't matter. I could be breathing and it's embarrassing. So I, that's the dad! new threat. That's, yep, and that's the new threat. The new threat is I will embarrass you. Well, that's it. I will do something right now that will embarrass you. <laughs> and and she knows I can't. Like she knows I will start singing, or I'll just What's do kind spinning of around in circles. Whatever, I'll do whatever. I, I I need stage setting only because I'm I'm genuinely not quite following here. So this is like you're in public and you're yeah. like you've got to eat that corn now. And she's like, no, like no. What, what do you fight with a twelve year old about? That you have no, to no, no, no. It's not a fight. There's no. There's zero fight. It's just being there. It's just existing. existing We're at that stage, Lex. Right. It's not no, like no, I'm but trying you're to discipline. You have to, you're threatening if to do you, it. So what's what is she doing to motivate you threatening to do it? Because she's oh. she won't let me finish a sentence. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> so you're gonna let me finish a sentence or I'm gonna really embarrass you. Right. Okay. Or or for example, <laughs> like, you know, she's she hates talking about anything to do with puberty or adolescence right now because she knows she's in the middle of it or she's at the, you know, the front end of it. And so you're like, we're going to talk about pubes for the next five minutes. If you don't no, get your not pubes, here. puberty. So okay. that's different. Well, yeah, They're but, part but of that's puberty. part of puberty. Yeah, right. It is. But that's like, if I had a boy, so I would be talking about pubes uh, with the girl. That's just, okay. Um, no, uh, you know what you, sh- you your should mother do or you should, a trusted adult female there. You what? should also get a harmonica. Mm. 
And then, you know, when she's like giving you a hard time, you just sort of Mm -hmm. slowly reach into your pocket and start pulling the harmonica. Get ready. (laughs) (laughs) Just stare, staring her straight in the eye, just like not even looking at the harmonica. Don't break eye contact. Slowly, slowly pulling it out and putting it up to your mouth. I'm ready. (laughs) So I will play piano, man. Okay. So in order to bridge the, the, the sort of fifth grade, sixth grade, your body's changing, I said to her, you know, Boys have to do that too. And guess what? I was a boy oh in fifth God. grade at one point. And she was like, dad. And I go, well, I'm going to share a story with you because it's funny. And so I told her about <laughs> I the, like, it wasn't a boner story. It was, it was not. about it, boners. Yeah. No, it was not. It was about the 1954 slide strip, uh, a film strip that they showed to us. And in it, you know, it's like, boop. And then the, one of the teachers has to roll it. Right. Boop. And then and it's like jaggedy. Cause it's not like a carousel slide. It's a film strip that has yep, to be yep. manually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, there's the intro slide, the copyright slide, and then you just right into it. Massive, you know, full frame side shot, uh, a, you know, cross section of the male genitalia. <laughs> and then the guy says this. It's like, was it a photo or a drawing? <laughs> it's, a, it's an illustration. Okay. It was weird. It was Bruno Mars. Oh, mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really was not. It was not even um, alive then. So <laughs> here it is, giant, you know, cock and balls on the screen. <laughs> not what you said to your daughter, but it's okay. not what I said. But uh, what, what the voiceover says: "This is the penis." <laughs> <laughs> and you know, in a room full of fifth and sixth grade boys, you can imagine that was it. The the whole thing was over, right? And but yeah. we were told repeatedly that if there was any laughter or talking. There'd be there'd be major consequences, including was it just one boys time, watching? One time it was we we will invite your parents all to be here. And was it, we will was not it just show boys it. watching though when this happened? What what was it? Only boys in the classroom is the question. yes. They separated oh, the sure. boys and the girls, so it was just the boys. And guess what? One of the one of the boys was my age. His mother came to it with him. Oh and, my god! And you know what oh though? God. That that had a side benefit, and the side benefit was he. She like was didn't hold anything back with him in terms of education. So he knew all the stuff. I mean, he was well ahead of us in terms of <laughs> actual terms and what happens and you know the, the um, he's just, he's just, he's just sitting there with his arms crossed going, seen it. Yep. Yeah, this I know is, what he was that also is. Smoking casually and flicking <laughs> ash. This is giving me flashbacks to health class from a story that I have forgotten for years now. Oh, but here we in go. seventh grade, the the gym teacher and health teacher was a guy named Mr. Fake. Uh, real, his real name and Mr. Fake who had a mustache you know. uh, mm-hmm. there was one day during the sex ed portion of 7th grade where everybody could submit anonymous handwritten notes for questions that he would oh. open all of them up and he answer told, those questions in front of the class yeah. I did tell you the story before yeah I think I told this one yeah. I I don't, tell don't it again because I don't remember exactly how it I is. haven't forgotten I, I, I haven't remembered it in a long time but now it's, it's all coming back to me so to speak and so you know the questions are like you know questions about periods and questions about you know does he just put the penis in there and hold it or what like whatever <laughs> and those were all my questions and then some, he opens up a question <laughs> into the you, sock you mean <laughs> he opens up the question it's can you run out of semen <laughs> like if, That's right. if, you, if you if you go too many times can you just empty that tank forever like am i in danger the question the subtext was i'm masturbating all the time mr fake uh, well, I never have children if I run out. Like that's right. what the guy was asking. Sure, sure. Trust that's a good me, question. Right. And the class dies. Like the class literally 
truly, 47% of the class was dead after dead. this moment. Like, sure. They had a card them off. Because um, they're all like, that's secretly my question. Um, yeah, right. And right. so, and that's, that's, but, so, but the class died. And then he's like, okay, you guys are laughing too much and I'm not going to do this anymore. And he never answered it. And so I still am wondering. Uh, <laughs> but it was to this I, day that moment was just like ingrained on my memory forever the i don't God, i don't remember i really don't remember anything about ours i think i just blotted it out like i didn't well, like it was too embarrassing and i was like no i don't i'm not gonna i'm not gonna remember any of it I just remember there was also something about hair will begin to appear in places on your body you know like there was very it was a matter of fact deep voice narration Probably would put Lex's voice to shame, and now this you know. Is the penis? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You begin to notice your body changing. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> no, next slide. Did you have a thing where kids would lobby to be the one who got to advance the slides on the boobs? There was no ch- child allowed near that okay. projector. No, yeah, yeah, you can't. Right, right. Also, because that we, would be pa- that would be stolen and passed around. Yeah. Nope. There was nobody under that was guarded, like. There was a lead-lined briefcase uh, that was stashed in the principal's secret special place that no one knew about. He would take, <laughs> gather disturbing. everything up, all the materials, put it in the briefcase. And take See, it. I would lose my mind because the when the teachers manned or womaned the machine, they wouldn't advance it. Like they would miss one. They wouldn't. Be, they would, you know, because they're doing something else. Because they've seen this slideshow a thousand times, and so it would beep, and they wouldn't advance. And, and then they would like, hear the next beep, and would advance. And I'm like, no, this is now we're world. Oh, no, and it's like just pay attention to the words. You can see we're not lined up. It would make me crazy. Um, <laughs> mm. So then I would always offer, it, hey, I'll do it for you. Um, and then one teacher got this machine that was like. Uh, it could detect the boop and advance on its own when yeah. it heard a high pitched sound. Yeah. And Lex then, was out of a job. I, no, I figured out that I could whistle the same time. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. To trigger it. Uh-huh. Nope. No, I was it. a dick, is the point of that story. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but you know who's not a dick? Who? <laughs> no, I probably can't do that. Never mind. No, Let's no, just keep, keep talking. talking for yeah, a yeah, strike that. No. <laughs> Screw okay. that one up. That, that so, is not going to happen. Um, we need a little theme song for the From Our Slack. Um, oh, here you we know, go. From Our Slack. That'll do it. From the Turning This Car Around Slack channel, our Slack group, or whatever it is. Which uh, you can join by tweeting at John Armstrong, at Blurb, he'll help you. Mm, or better, send an email with a working address to info at turningthiscararound.com, and yeah, we'll be sure instead. to get you added. Or just drive uh, by John's house. Uh, yeah, at, at 757 Elm Street, <laughs> your ass, Massachusetts, um, 07744. So... Um, uh, Lunch is a thing. What oh, yeah. do we make our kids for lunch? Mm, yes, and, we did the breakfast, uh, and now we're up to the lunch. So, um, do you guys make lunch for your kids? I used to be the sole lunch packer for the kids, mm-hmm. and last <clears throat> year I lost that job to Lauren for not for not because I was doing it wrong, but she's like, "I'm going to start doing it the night before." He was, was you were like, un, you were underbid by an Asian contractor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord's like, I'm going to do it the night before. I'm like, well, I'm not going to do it the night before. I will happily continue to do what I have to do because we never miss the bus. We never right. forgot lunch. Like, I'm happy to do it in the morning. She's like, I'll feel better if we do it at night. Now she forgets to do it at night about 60% of the time, mm-hmm. but still takes it on herself to do it in the morning. So, okay. but I know what we're packing. You know, it's no peanut butter. Even though mm-hmm. we're allowed to put peanut butter in the public schools because they're public schools, Lauren's like, that's horrible. We can't do that. Even though like 87% of the other kids have peanut butter. So it's always either soy butter or sun butter. And one kid always wants like sun butter and jelly. And the mm-hmm. other one just wants soy butter and mm-hmm. with honey. 
Yeah. Uh, yep. And so that's yep. what we're packing. And um, no fluffer nutter. Nobody. There's uh, always a fruit and a veggie too. Like it'll be carrots or cucumbers yeah. or something. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and that's dog, a whole dog that sandwich. Do you have a dog sandwich? I have to. I have to let the ladies in because otherwise he won't be quiet. Hang on one second. Okay, so this is uh, apparently the uh, the intermission that we're working. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all back. go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Get ourselves a treat. Hi, I'm okay. Back. All right, go ahead. And so there's always a fruit and a veggie in there. Uh, we usually have some kind of treat, which is a little piece of candy. We still have at least half of our Halloween candy, so that's been the that's been the system. Uh, and uh-huh. it's always waters. Now the middle one, Sierra loves always waters. Lunch. What? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did you water is the drink? Like the a drink water bottle? Water. Yeah, yeah. Well, they take a thermos to school with water in it. Each Got day. it. Okay. On occasion, instead of a sandwich, like if we've had a hot meal the night before that they liked, like we had leftover tortellini one day, we had leftover homemade mac and cheese the next day. We'll heat up the thermos for a little while. You know, we fill it up with hot water, let it sit that way for 10 minutes, boiling hot water. Then we mm. dump out the water, put in the mac and cheese and seal that up. Wow. The heated Clever. mac and cheese. Good, and then it'll good be hot at school. tip right there. That's a great pro tip. Yep. Yep. And so that's like today, they all took mac and cheese or tortellini, depending on who wanted which. Mm-hmm. Huh. Man. But that's it. That's our, well, that's our lunches. What about you, Maltz? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> he eats he buys lunch. every day. He eats, he eats school lunch. Oh gosh! So we did. I mean, we did. We struggled with like just like for so long. It was like just a pain. Like he would uh, like eat two bites of like we'd make. Karen would go through this whole rigmarole of making a lunch, and he'd eat two bites of the sandwich. And so we finally were just like, he really wanted to get the school lunch. And we're like, you know, you you can. I mean, it's just him. So you know, like if we had four kids or something, it would be Uh (laughs) probably not cost effective to do it that way. But um, how much is a lunch? Fine. I don't even know. She fills up the card, you know, it's like, and then, you know, and it's like you fill it up online and it's, you know, you just dump like 50 <laughs> See, bucks on there. And I actually think that part's a shame. I think like just about every school is doing that right. Where there's a card yeah. or, you know, an account. And uh, like for me, I thought it was for now, nobody can beat you up for your lunch money. So you're missing out on that joyful experience. Um, I don't know if that actually even really happens, but you can't do it now. Uh, but like <laughs> the, you know, having the responsibility of holding on to the money and keeping the change and all that stuff like that was, I like that. And so I'm sad that my kids can't do that when they do buy. Mm. Anya never wants to buy, but Sierra well, they have, to buy every day. They have like, they have, they still have vending machines. Um, okay. But I don't think, I'm pretty sure they don't have any like soda, soda in the vending machines. The choices are like juice or like there's like some flavored waters or something like that. God, that um, awful, so occasionally like, bullshit. Oh, yeah. So occasionally he'll take a couple like we we and we don't pay for any of that. We're like, if you want to do that, that's your money. So occasionally he'll take a couple of bucks and get himself like a flavored water or something. But so usually he's getting um, there's like a you know, I mean like chicken nuggets or something. He's getting something that's you know probably horrible for him. But um, yeah. We're not arguing anymore, <laughs> right? <laughs> on that, so on that, that particular, on that particular issue. If they um, serve it, it's healthy. That's my feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, it can't be any worse than what I had, <laughs> right? Um, and the, apparently, the 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 he is a big fan of the um, the middle school lunches, um, whereas the the grade school lunches were very sad. <laughs> they were very sad. Well, I I went and had lunch with him a few times at grade school, and it was it was. It was um, downright unpleasant. 
what, what kills me is when Sierra wants to buy a lot, like she'll certainly buy if it's breakfast for lunch or if it's mac and cheese. But other days she just says she wants to buy and Lauren's always like, sure, because it's one less lunch to have to pack. But if if there's nothing on the menu that she can or is able to eat, like kosher rules, et cetera, mm-hmm. she'll get the bagel. And it's bagel and cream cheese. And it's just, you know, like a plain white bagel and whatever cream cheese the lunch aide is happy enough to spread on the bagel for her because she's not doing it herself. And that I feel like is a crappy lunch, but whatever. (laughs) She's fine. I remember, man, I remember in grade school, like going through a line with a tray and there were vegetables and there was Salisbury steak and like you could pick and it was, Uh, I mean, there's a lunch line. You know, at grade school, right. there was a lunch. And that was this, so this was grade school for me. And then for him, it's just like, I mean, it seemed like every day that I went there, it was a pizza. It was like a slab of a square <laughs> of like the worst pizza imaginable. And pizza is uh-huh. always the longest line on school lunch day. And in my school growing up, it was, it was when it was the French bread pizza. The line was like every single student in the building. Yes. Mm. Like, I need to get my hands on <laughs> and, that French bread pizza. And the teachers. Yeah. Mm. I need to get my hands on those teachers. Now, you're not going to believe what John Armstrong's kids are having for lunch. But before he's going to tell you, Ooh, nice tease. I want to tell you this. Inspire your kids to learn about the world with a little passports. This award-winning educational subscription sends you, specifically your children, monthly packages in the mail, each featuring a new country or world theme. Packages are addressed directly to your child and are filled with letters, souvenirs, stickers, activities, and more. There is so much more jammed into that box. It is a fun way for kids to learn about geography and cultures around the globe. You've heard it a million times. The Friedman children are big Little Passport fans long before Little Passport's ever advertised on podcasts. I found it. Got it for the kids. They loved it. I said I found it. That's a lie. My wife found it. But anyway, they loved it. They got it. They're big fans. Turning this car around listeners can save 40% on their first month today with code TTCA. That's the same as the first four letters. No, the first letters of each of the words in turning this car around. Learn more and take a peek inside the monthly packages at littlepassports.com slash TTCA. And don't forget to use code TTCA to save 40%. Our thanks to Little Passport for their support of turning this car around. John Armstrong, tell the people who have been dying to know, uh-huh. what do you feed your kids for lunch? So, I, and I think we've mentioned this before, I, I think kind of recently, but um, <clears throat> in New York, uh, the girlfriend's kids, they have a no peanut butter situation. Mm-hmm. at their school um yeah and i don't know what's we, going on with that we have a we have a table no, there's no peanut butter allowed no no we have a table so like if you're eating if you're eating peanut butter you have to sit in the peanut butter get or what's happened but regardless we don't do sandwiches hey are you there now can you hear us which is not oh you still can't hear us that's fascinating um we can hear you and each other but we can, <laughs> not us. You can hear good times. Have fun editing the podcast. <laughs> Why? How can he hear? How can we hear each other? I don't know. I but he can't. He yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> He's changing the settings. He's going to initiate the call again. Stay tuned, dear listeners. Hey, you oh said. My God. You said exactly what it's I said. Oh, you literally oh, oh, yeah. said word for word what I said. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest thing. That was hysterical. We were just cracking up. Me and Moltz trying to say I, I was like, I, w- I started, I was like trying to get a word in edgewise. I don't think he can hear us now. Oh, you still can't hear us. He can't. Still, yeah, you can't hear us. <laughs> 
He said he has to reboot, I think. Oh my god. That was so funny, Moles. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now he's left the call so that he can reboot. Well, oh, okay. Oh man. <laughs> like, why does he not want to hear my my little my stupid joke about peanut butter ghettos? <laughs> Uh, I'm just glad that we figured out that he couldn't hear us at some point. Because it's funny, like you know, it seemed like he could just like be very interested in getting out what he was trying to say. Because sometimes like, Moore will do that, right? Sometimes Moore, yeah, will, like, it feels like he has a moment where he's not hearing. Or guy English will do that a lot. Yeah, and just kind of straight monologue for a bit. But this yeah. was unlike Armstrong. <laughs> well, listen, while we've got free time, I can really think of only one thing to do. Oh yeah, go please. So uh, was was that camp uh, where you learned that or um, self-taught? Uh, self-taught, probably around junior high school, I bought the Klutz Guide to Harmonicas or something, which was a book that came with harmonica. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing the harmonica is extremely simple. It's exactly yeah. the way it looks. It's just figuring out, you know, the hardest parts are learning how to play one note at a time. Um and then bends, which like half the harmonica players who like play on recordings don't even do. Um, but it's it's super easy. I have the harmonic app because I, I'm in a band, which I think I've mentioned to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. when we do Mary Jane's Last Dance, I'm not just rocking the keyboard and the lead vocals. I'm also doing the harmonica solo. Oh, man. Jeez. So, you know, I'm the real fucking deal. Look at this guy. <laughs> Uh, I'm still just kind of enjoying how funny it was when he was just going and going. <laughs> now I'm still why, recording. Why so this that, might all be in the show. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I don't know why would that have happened. I can't think of what I mean, I've never heard. I, that's never, you know, in all all my days of podcasting, that's never happened. <laughs> it just mother effing oh, did. Back. Jesus Christ! Welcome back. Get John. used to it. That just happened. <laughs> It was so funny. Like you can't uh, begin to imagine. I bet you guys are saying all kinds of insane for a while, shit. Yeah, we're like it's for a while. It's John, just being John. a dick. Where Moles is I just trying to say you. one thing, and you wouldn't. Yeah, right, right. It. I know. It's just you're like you're like, yeah, God, he's really being an asshole. Why, <laughs> why isn't he? Not? I swear to God, like then everything was working it. over here. He's not letting either one of us say so anything. Test it by just making some jokes to see if you'll pause, but you still want. And then I'm like, John, fuck you, John. Yeah. <laughs> like, nope. Can't hear us. Can't hear us. That's what we do. Yep. All right. I hate all of you. Uh, okay. Good luck with the so, edit. Yeah. Good luck with that, that that edit. More more than anything, I hate this. I hate this. I hate my Mac. I'm ready to throw my Mac out the window. And Tim Cook needs to open. Never mind. I'm kidding. He does not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Please. Uh, right. All right. So uh, lunches. Peanut butter. <laughs> um, we've got that straight. So yeah, you missed my what? comment. I said I said that the, there's a peanut butter table. At uh, Hank's school, like so, it's like, a if you're having, literally made out of peanut butter. Yes, if you're having peanut butter, you got to sit at the in the peanut butter ghetto. So there's that I think in New York technically, but as a rule, I don't know. I don't know if that's just this house or if it's a school thing or I. There, there's a whole there's a level of involvement in Brooklyn with the school that I don't. I've never seen anywhere else, including. <laughs> like private school where people spend a shit ton of money on tuition. I don't know if it's a regional thing or if it's just the personalities of the parents. I don't know. I cannot, I can't get a beat on it, but seems like it's the, I would guess it's the latter, but I don't really know. Yeah. I just think there's the, the parents are extraordinarily conscientious right. and uh, involved and it's awesome. However, 
No peanut butter for the New York kids. Um, sure. I think there's a peanut, you know, like peanut allergy table at the uh, grade school that the girls go to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I asked them about that and they're like, they don't know. But uh, they'll do sandwiches. And the big breakthrough this summer was that my girls would eat non-white bread, finally. So ah. we avoided that predicament by never... None of my kids were ever alive for a time when we yeah. had white bread in the house. So like they only grew up with whole wheat bread and whole wheat pasta <sighs> and brown rice. So they just, they don't know any better. My dad's Wait. like still can't handle it. When he comes here, he goes and buys himself a package of white bread because, mm-hmm. you know, he's 800 years old and that's how he is. But, uh, well, my kids see, I, like, at, sure. Yeah. I mean, he, he encountered it out. So he knew that it existed. And then right. I would get it. I mean, I got to think about French toast. <laughs> <laughs> it has I can't to be have on. like I can't have like crunchy like no. French toast with I'm with, with you. nuts with nuts nope. and stuff in it. It's got to be no. like I mean like pr- thick French bread is really the best for me. But uh, um, but I will I, I will have... compromise as long as it's white. <laughs> um, challah is I think my favorite actually. Oh really? Oh, a good challah. Yeah, I've not we tried have that. we have challah every week uh, because of the Jewishness. Yes. Um, and actually, we have a setup with the school where, as a, a way for the school to make some money, the, the school that Liam goes to, which is a Jewish school, every Friday they put a challah in his backpack to take home from the bakery. And so it's like awesome. Wow. That's nice. When my yeah. girls were at the JCC after school, that's they would get that on Fridays. They'd get a little challah situation. Yeah. The challah is very popular. Like, it's, it's the main dinner attraction on Friday nights. And then it's breakfast. It's part of breakfast Saturday and Sunday. We don't even cut it. We just rip off chunks. And that's where yeah. you get a chunk of challah to enjoy the uh, diner near us has that, and it's fantastic. The uh, the fufu the fufu grocery store that are that we go to um, has they, they have a thing. That's a have, Hebrew like, word, by the way. They have a thing that they um, give away like every some, you get like some sort of deal every week, and one of the weeks is often this, this bread that they make that is um, like cinnamon swirl with like with um, frosting on the top. Oh God! And I got it. I got it this one time, and I swear to God, it just gave me it gave me a headache immediately. I mean, I, I ate like I, I couldn't stop eating it, of course, and I ate like three pieces, and then I just needed to lie down. It was like it hurt my head. But it says on there, like you know, it makes great French toast. I'm like no, mm-hmm. no, I'm not sugar making French toast. I am, yeah, I am not taking this already incredibly sugary thing and then putting syrup on top of it. <laughs> I have my limits. My, Say it. My my uh, oldest went to a private school for a, few, a couple of years, and they had an amazing. Like I wanted to go for lunch. <laughs> we look at the menu, and it was astounding. And the, there are three things that she took away from that. One, meatball subs were became a thing. Oh, for her. She loved that. Yeah, yeah, loved it, which is surprising. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the other uh, was that um, saltine crackers and. And also then sandwiches. She they made sandwiches as, as the like final option. You can get a PB and J without the J, and that was what she would do. But they had amazing stuff. Like the company that did that also had a a shishi little um, cafe. And holy crap, they made good stuff. Anyway, it's completely wasted on her and and most of the other kids too. But the faculty loved it. the The final thing I was going to say is Marlo she was the first kid to actually do a warm lunch. Lita would not do it. And so I warm meaning, you know, warm up the thermos and then didn't do the hot water trick, but that's a good idea. What I would do is just put like 
I would nuke something and put it in there and then take it out and then put the actual food item in after it was also warmed. Um, and that was a couscous. Couscous is a good, good protein, oh. good filler. So that would be, we'd make that the night before and then That's I'd have good. enough for lunch for her. Yeah, Hank would never tolerate couscous. <laughs> oh, we, I get the little, and the funny thing too is I get the garlic and Parmesan flavored, the, the olive oil and par, whatever it was. There was a certain flavored pack they really liked. Mm. And I would do that. But apparently chicken has gone in. That's um, even just cold chicken. You know, day old chicken that's been cooked the night before. Um, she'll eat that too. Which Do you have your kids cooking at all yet? I do. I made yeah. um, I made them help I don't. do uh, chicken nuggets at when I was in Utah. <laughs> so like, yeah, they'll help with like, you know, let's open up the oven or preheat it or whatever, or, you know, help mix. But like I, Jason Snell, whom you all know in different ways, like every once in a while, I know um, biblically. So it's he'll he'll post or his wife will post on Facebook, like the kids made dinner tonight. Like one, oh. they have they have two, and like the, they'll yeah. put one of the kids in charge of making dinner. No, and they just do that. <laughs> no, and not like, that, my, not to that level. <laughs> mine are probably a decade away from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Hank Hank will make. We'll let. I mean, Hank can make himself certain things. Um, they're fairly simple, but um, he can do it. Uh, we, we got up one, one morning and he had made himself a bowl of ramen <laughs> for breakfast. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> he found it, sure. he boiled it, you know, he got it, he yeah. got it all together, did it all himself and it was fine. So what are you going to do? Wow. No one's made dinner, but we've had definite help. Um, we the oldest kids were starting to really push. Marlo loves to make stuff. So like on Marlo's sick day, two days ago, she was, she wouldn't eat anything, but finally for lunch, I said, why don't I make you some scrambled eggs? And she's like, yes. Can I crack the eggs? Yes. So she likes to crack the eggs. And initially she was just barely tapping them on the bowl. You know, like, yeah. I was like, no, you really need to smack it. Cause like she'd peel it, she'd crack, you know, stick her thumbs into it and crack it open. And then all these shards of shell would fly over. And then you got to dig them. It's awful. So I said, just smack it good. Boom. And then, so then the last we had, we shared. So it was four eggs total and she did great. Um, and then she, I get, give her a whisk to whisk the eggs and milk. I put a little, just a little milk in there. She was so gentle with the whisk that I had to kind of tell her to, I had to show her a whisk technique that wouldn't spill the eggs out of the bowl, but would, would mix it up nicely. And then she would say, don't give me salt. I hate salt. Uh, don't salt my eggs, which is insane. First of all, the second of all, uh, I put salt in her eggs every time I make them. So I had to show her that actually salt is good. So we, I didn't salt them as heavily, heavily, and then ate them, and then I put salt into her hand, like I, you know, sprinkled it into her hand, and let her spread it over the eggs, and she's like, "Oh, it's much better." Wow, salt. Yeah, uh, I will say just another quick pro tip. I already advise everybody heat the thermos with hot water first, like let the hot water sit in there, and then the hot foods will stay warmer. Second pro tip of the day: you've eaten like for me, it's with Indian food. I eat Indian food, and then my mouth is like way too spicy because I can't handle spice, even though I like it, <laughs> and my mouth is just on fire for a very long time. Uh, but I learned if you just shove some salt in your mouth, it takes the spicy feeling that's left on your tongue totally away. Just take like more salt than you would want at one time, put it on a spoon, put it in your mouth, just hold it in your mouth for a second. I swallow it. You could probably spit it, but at any rate, it solves the problem. <laughs> solves the problem. I don't know what you guys are laughing at. I don't get yeah, it. Um, Can you explain I don't either. I'm just laughing because Moltz is laughing. I just mm-hmm. cool. I want him to think I'm cool. I'm, I'm just I'm laughing because I remember when Armstrong did that monologue for ten minutes before. <laughs> Jesus, I'm now super embarrassed, and it's all going to be cut. <laughs> listeners, listeners will never know. That's right. You're going to hear about it. 
didn't happen. Didn't happen. We're talking Watergate <laughs> levels of redaction. You know, I feel like there's only one other thing that we have to say on today's episode. <laughs>